gee, like to see other things like that on me. What is this? This morning, I told the boss about it right away. And he called you fellas. Looks like he's been dead 24 hours. You were in the shop yesterday? Oh, no. Come to think of it, believe I did. I was out looking for a stray cow. I heard a couple of shots. What time was this? Mm-hmm. About 11 o'clock yesterday morning. I didn't pay my attention to the shop because I figured somebody else was out hunting. Did you see anyone around here? No, but, but about 15 minutes later, I was walking along a back road on the way back to the ranch. I didn't find the cow, you see. And a fellow passed me in a car going west. Was the four door door? Yes, sir. What kind of a car was it? It's uh, a Nessie sedan. Did you notice the license number? No, I didn't. What color was it? It's uh, blue. Only kind of faded and it had a black top. Here's some more papers I found on the body cap. Oh, uh-huh. these were in his hip pocket. Thanks. Right. Right well, according to these papers, this man is Jose Diego. Released from the Arizona State Penitentiary at Florence on May 12th. Today's the 24th. Well, his body is Diego. He enjoyed just 12 days of freedom. Out of his real Blanco. How did he get possession of Jose Diego's parole papers? Well, it seems that the answer to that lies in this John Battelli. Well, I want you to go to 602 Stella Avenue and bring in John Battelli. By the time you get him, the body will be in the morgue. Take you there for an identification and bring him to my office. Yes, sir. Over there. Yes, sir. I want you to follow through on fingerprinting this body. Send the classification to the Arizona Penitentiary of Clause for a check against the Prince of Jose Diego. Come on now, step on his voice. We've got one corpse with two identities. I don't like mysteries when they're that mysterious. <laughs> Over the fingerprints across, the Lord picked up John DeTore of the Stella Street address. At the morgue, the jury identifies the body of his brother-in-law, Louis Blanco. Then the jury leads the other to Blanco's rooming house on Yale Street. The Mexican landlady greets them at the door. Ah, well, it's interesting, over Tori. Have you heard from that brother-in-law of yours who owes me so much back rent? Yes, Mrs. Gonzalez. I've heard of him. It's a murder. Murder? This man is in the sheriff's office. He wants to go to Louis' room. Well, no. But who is going to pay his back rent? Are you, Senor Vittori? You know I ain't got no money. This is Gonzalez. Do you know whether Blanco had a gun? A gun? Oh, no. He didn't have no gun. Did he have an automobile? Huh. An automobile? Where would he get the money for an automobile when he owed me three months' rent? Are his things still in his room? Oh, she is, what to say, ah. Uh, he doesn't have very much. I'd like to take a look in there. Oh, he's just down the hall, yes. He said when he went away that he was going to get a job in San Francisco. And now he comes back and murdered. Yeah, that's what he told me, too. He was going to fix to get a job. Here's his room. Oh, that's pretty bare. No clothes. Oh, no, he didn't have no clothes. Only what he wore. An old magazine? There are some records in the drawer there. Oh, that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. A letter from Mrs. Rosita to Poker, Globe, Arizona. You know who this is, Mr. Vittori? I think he had a sister in the That's fine. Well, come along. Where are we going now? Down to headquarters. The captain wants to ask you some questions. What's your name? John Vittori. Where do you live? 
go through Kill Avenue. Do you know Louis Blanca? Yeah, my brother-in-law. He's the body you saw at the morgue out of Louis Blanca? Yeah, I think so, but it's hard to tell. Where did you see Blanca last? About six weeks ago. Told me he was going to San Francisco to look for work. We've been looking for him. His wife, my wife's sister, has been in the insane asylum in Stratton, and she's ready to come out. But Lewis has to sign the papers to get her out. I asked the police to look for him. Yes, we have the missing persons report right there. Oh, I know all about that already, huh? Sure. You're pretty fair on this office. Fair on this office. Now, uh, what kind of a car do you drive? Ah, drive an Essex and a Star, boy. All in Essex, huh? Yes, sir. What year? 1927. What color is it? Mm, kind of dark blue. How's the paint job? Faded out? No, sir. First class. Ever have it repainted? No, sir. You have a shotgun? No, sir. You know Jose Diego? No, sir. Not that I know of. Well, did you ever see this identification card before? Only when the officer showed it to me up at my house. You never saw it before, huh? No. Has your name on it? Yes. Name on it? Yes. Well, why should Clark say to notify you in case of accident? I don't know. Didn't get along with the rest of his family, I guess. I was the only one of his family with him. Where were you yesterday? I was home all day, except when I drove my kid to school. Well, do you know anybody who would want to murder Blanco? Do you have any enemies? No, sir. Well, uh... You may want to question you again, Mr. Victoria. You won't leave town. Oh, no. I'll be right up there on Shell Avenue. Fine. Thank you very much for coming in. Yes, sir. Good night. Goodbye. Hello, Will. Well, the story seems straight enough. Of course, you haven't checked up on it. Well, you will. Well, Captain... I've got the reply from the warden of Santa Arizona. Our victim is Jose Diego. Fingerprints on the body check identically with his card at the prison. Well, that changes everything. Now we've got to find Louis Blanco. And I've got a lead on that. I found this letter in his room. From a sister of his in Globe, Arizona. Right. Get on that angle right away. to locate Louis Blanco, Mexican, whose name was found in a murdered Mexican we have identified as Jose Diego. We believe Blanco has a sister, Rosita Tapoca, living in Globe. It is imperative to the investigation of this murder that we find Blanco. With appreciate for making confidential investigations to discover if Blanco is now in Globe. W. Biscalou, Sheriff, Los Angeles County. W. Viscalus, Los Angeles, California. Louis Blanco arrived here from Los Angeles April 10th. Now staying with sister, Charles R. Burns, Sheriff, Globe, Arizona. Sheriff Charles R. Burns, Globe, Arizona. Please question Blanco and search for 12 grade shotgun and blue automobile with black top. Possible victim brought from there by car. E.W. Viscalus, Sheriff, Los Angeles, Carter. E.W. Vistaloo's Los Angeles. Unable to check or find either automobile or shotgun. Holding Blanco in custody. Refuses to waive extradition. Awaiting instructions. Charles R. Burns, Sheriff, Grove, Arizona. 
of Charles R. Burns, Grove, Arizona. Deputy Sheriff Sepulveda and Morrell arrive late tomorrow to question Blanco. Many thanks for your cooperation. W. Bissellou, Sheriff, Los Angeles County. Sure, that's him as far as I can tell. 
Well, looks like his hands and looks like his clothes, too. Mm-hmm. Isn't he sure it him? Sure. Bring in your man, Ralph. Yes, sir. Do you know this fellow at all? Oh, hello, Louis. Glad to see you. I thought you were dead. I didn't not say it. I was pretty scared. What were you scared about? Somebody tried to get me. They got the wrong guy. They put my name in his pocket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what the officers and me are trying to find out about. You see why this identification card, Blanco? Yeah, I ended up crazy for him. Maybe they wrote it. No, you were the very day in law. Nobody knows he's Captain John's family. Nobody knows he's in my family. Captain John's family. That's right. Did you say what said to you about Miss Jane's policy? Yes. He came to me one day and asked me to take all his policy so he could get a job with the insurance company. He said he'd pay for it, so I said, okay, this is what is helping. That ain't so. Well, uh, did you ever get the policy? No. And who is the beneficiary? My wife. How much was the policy for? Oh, I'll have to put you two as a material witness. 
However, I doubt if we can use that as evidence against him. You see, a hard to establish intent, even though the story had his not you in line for the next killing. In a few short days, the case of John Vittori is ready for the case of John Vittori, is ready for prosecution, and handed over to the office of district attorney, Duran Fitch, who characterized it as magnificently preserved. And in December 1933, the lawyers brought to trial in Department 26 of Superior Court before Judge Adler. The prosecution faces the argument that the boy murdered Jose Diego for $3,000 worth of insurance upon three circumstantial facts. The first, the boy's car was seen by a witness where the murder occurred. The second, the authorities consistently misspelled the word jail in the manner in which it was spelled on the identification card found on the body. The third, the jury forged applications for $3,000 worth of insurance upon the life of Louis Blanco and named himself his beneficiary. The jury finds the sentence guilty of murder in the first degree, and Judge Aguilar sentences the story to hang by the neck until death, which sentence was carried out at San Quentin at dawn on December 6, 1935. Four boys and girls listen to calling all cars and to any other program heard over this state. And the real Grand Dior Company is glad to cooperate with local police authorities in crime prevention by impressing the useful mind that crime does not pay. To further enrich boys and girls on the side of law and order, Rio Grande offers a complete junior detective outfit absolutely free of charge to its youngest. A police charge, handcuffs, pistol gun, and holster, fingerprint outfit, and many other free gifts. Ask any independent dealer selling Rio Grande cracked gasoline for a free copy of the Calling All Cars News, which contains the story and pictures of the crimes of her tonight. And tells how you may get your complete junior police outfit without charge. Rio Grande is proud to take the leadership in this junior police crime prevention group. Remember, Rio Grande cracked gasoline today powers more police cars, fire engines, and emergency equipment than any other brand.
copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company.